Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Does my dog have a foxtail up his nose or is it just allergies? That's a million dollar question. <laughs> Living upwind from a KFC is highly offensive to my nose. Mm. I had to call the IRS, and due to extremely high volume, the system literally told me, just call back later. Now that it's officially summer, Popsicle Vendor Guy is ringing his bell all day long. Oh, yes, he is. <laughs> Have such a good day. Hello, world, universe, and beyond. Welcome to Have Such a Good Day, because if you're a human, an animal, an alien, a robot, a parasite, Mm -hmm. all of you are welcome to join us. A deep sea creature, please join us. (laughs) If you're a creature of the deep, many of you have never been discovered by humans, in fact. Hey man. We are so glad that you found us. Deep sea creatures need to have such a good day also. Some of them are really weird. They're really weird, and I bet they wake up on the wrong side of the bed like most animals do. There was some, I wish I had the article in front of me now. There was some story about like a weird sea eel. Eels are weird. Oh, yeah. This particular eel, you could like cut off its head. I I read about that. And the body would still attack Mm -hmm. you. You know, where it's like, you know what? That's um, (laughs) That's that's, like sci-fi. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty cool thing for the eel, but pretty scary for the rest of us. There are some extremely, I'm fascinated by this stuff because some of the ones that live in the real depths where it's dark and they don't get sunlight, they're really like weird, like very strange, you know, skin exo skeleton and they're freaking creepy. They look like something you'd find in space. It's almost, it's weird. It's almost like, yeah, the deeper you go, yeah, the, the stranger they are, which it makes sense. There was an episode of, gosh, uh, it was either Blue 90, Planet. 99% Invisible. No, I'm all on my pod life. Oh, okay. It was either 99PI or Reply All. I think it was 99PI. And it was about a whale that had died. A big, you know, like a, like a blue whale or something, mm-hmm. like a, a huge creature. And had died to the point where it was kind of washed up on shore mm-hmm. and... You know, dead whales don't smell so good. So there was this whole, like, like uh, some scientists were like, we have to, like, take the whale back out to sea so it can be part of the ecosystem mm-hmm. and, like, die where it would have died, you know, normally mm-hmm. type thing. And then there was a several-month period of the scientist 
watching the decomposition of this whale because the whale like they weighted it with like cement and it just like would not sink (gasps) so it was kind of like they were like oh this is really interesting like to see like what you know uh, other fish end up feasting Mm -hmm. on this dead and it is weird oh it's real weird and it's weird to hear that on a podcast because it's like there's no visual which is interesting. No, they were really descriptive about it. That's I'll, cool. I'll, I'll send it to everybody um, in our Discord. <laughs> if you're not part of our Discord, you should. Speaking of Discord, speaking of, um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a, another game. We're actually gonna do the Will you press the button again in our bonus topic? But it's gonna be reverse. Sarah's gonna pummel me. Yeah, if you, if you missed it last week, the the it's fun. This is this is a fun game. Heather had to convince me that it was she fun. She poo it at first. I was like, eh, I don't know. Why are we playing so many games? <laughs> but um, no, it, it, it's sort of like you have something that seems really great on the surface, but there's a big caveat. Oh, totally. So, so, Always a so Heather grilled me last week, and 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 we're gonna flip, we're gonna flip, flip the tables this week, and that will be our bonus. Flip topic. the script, if you will. Flip, flip all of it. Yeah. Um, and flip it's, the it's, bird. <laughs> it's grill Heather edition, yeah. and we are uh, fielding some um, scenarios from Discord. So absolutely, um, that'll yes. be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, if anyone's like, what's Discord? Discord is a great chat community. Uh, it's like Slack. Oversimplification, calling it a chat community, but it is what Heather and I and our $10 and up patrons use to chat with each other throughout the week in between episodes and talk about life, get ideas about content for the next show, and so on. We've got some you know, people that have been in there regularly for a while now. It's cool. We have like a little crew. It's, it's awesome. We got a crew. So... Our show is yeah. what is really show, about Heather? trying to improve your day one week at a time. That's right. Have such a good day. It's pretty obvious in the title. It's very on the nose, in fact. <laughs> um, but you know, we're we you know, it helps us try to. It's, it helps us have a better day when we sit and chat. Yeah, Ch- you know, chatting it all out is really what what uh, improves um, uh, you know the universe. We start out every show, as you know. Unless you're joining us for the first time, in which case, welcome. With, uh, you know, we kind of just are like pissy about stuff. (laughs) And that's, you know, it's it's by design because we all all have that stuff. Throughout the week where you're just like, come on. (laughs) I just don't need this right now. And you kind of have to laugh about it because if you don't, then it 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 could become something that it is weighing on you too much, and so that's the idea: is like let's break some of this stuff down, laugh a little bit, yeah. talk a little bit about stuff that 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 is that is interesting and confusing and mm-hmm. uplifting, and and we're all gonna come out of it okay. And usually that's Sarah and I's sort of like mo: like we're always kind of we'll, we'll grouse about stuff, but like we'll laugh at it because it's so ridiculous, you know? Like oh, you can't believe what happened with the IRS last week, you know? And it's oh. like oh god. Like well, and you know that feeling where it's like that feeling where you're at the end of your rope could be anything, you know. You could really be at the end of your rope or just kind of not having a great day, and something happens and you just laugh because you're like, you know what? There's no way the universe is not conspiring against me right now. And you know what? I get you, universe. I see you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's hard not to think that the universe is conspiring yeah. it really is this morning i was trying to put my dog's leash on and like i had some recycle like recycling in a bag that i had to put down in the bin and we've got stairs and the neighbor's kids are running around and like i just like couldn't get his loop right and i kept kind of trying to like lasso him you know and like after 10 tries i was like the universe doesn't want me to do this 
<laughs> totally. I do the same thing. Like I had a day this week where I was like, there were like three different really klutzy things that happened like in a row. Yeah. Like I, I put a, cu- a half a cup of coffee in the refrigerator. So I, cause I didn't want to finish it the day before. And I, I took it out and I spazzed out and it like, I can't even tell you what kind of mess this was. It was like an inch of coffee and it was all over the inside of my refrigerator, all over the floor. It was on me. It it, it was on the chair. I mean, it was like, how did this even get what? what? And then I like turned around, I stubbed my toe and actually started bleeding. And oh God. Yeah. It's like one of those things where you're like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, it's like, this is not just like, (laughs) what are you trying to tell me? Happenstance. Just fucking tell me. Heather, before we move on, yes. who saves an inch of coffee in their fridge? I know, it's super weird. Well, you know, sometimes I swear, like, if I have slightly too much coffee, it, it's like I can feel it. And so oh, sometimes yeah. I'm no, like, I, I can only have one cup, maybe a little bit of another cup. So but I don't want to dump it out. you don't have a microwave. Out. So what do you no, do? No, I like it because it, it's like And it's coffee. cold brew. I love it, actually. Got in fact, it. I kind of okay. like it better. So in huh. the summer, I usually will do that. I'll put a cup of coffee in the refrigerator overnight. And then it'll and it be it your off. little treat for the next day. I love it. And you don't have to you don't have to waste anything. Nope. Actually, that's pretty genius. Uh, hi, I should man. think about that. I don't like cold coffee. I can't coffee. believe that surprises you that I have some genius ideas. Sarah. No, I I just <laughs> have never heard this particular genius idea. You have lots of others. <laughs> so how's your week been? Oh, it's been good. So uh, I I I had to take my dog to the vet. Uh, this is a recurring theme in my life. Um, this time we we do this trail hike. Heather, mm-hmm. you're familiar with the trail. It's, yep. it's very outdoorsy. I mean, it's it's a it's a mountain with lots of different foliage and 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 whatnot. Foxtails are a big thing. Yeah, and I've learned actually that foxtails don't grow all over the U.S. They're very Western U.S. oriented. Hmm. In fact, California in particular. Interesting. Yeah. It's just a, you know, a friend of mine who lives in Texas, I was telling him the story. He has a dog too. And he was like, what's a foxtail? And I'm like, shut up. You know what a foxtail is? And he's like, no, I live in Houston. I would think that everybody would know about them. Well, they're, they, Hmm. they're, they're, they don't grow on the East coast and, and many parts of the South or, um, or the Midwest. So foxtails, if you're not familiar, are they're a weed, and they're kind of cool looking, but they they look like wheat. They almost. yes, they look like wheat. They've yeah. got kind of a bristle type yep. thing going on. The problem is that dogs, in particular, because dogs you know sniff around and run around and whatever, can get them up their noses, can get them into their lungs That's if they good. ingest them, can get them between toes where it becomes really infected, and even if it's not a straight up foxtail. The seeds of the foxtail can burrow inside a body Yikes. and be like and be like life threatening. Wow. So we've talked about the whole like some people have the, the, those beekeeper caps that their dogs wear, and I just haven't done that. We got back from our run the other day, and you know Otis is just sneezing, 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 and I can see one side like he's like kind of like pinching his eye. Like I can tell it's like something's going on. Some up there. something's in that particular nostril, and like he just isn't a sneezer. Mm-hmm. So it was several hours after we had gone, come back from our run and it was getting to the point of like 6 p.m. where it's like, I call my regular vet, who's your vet too, right down the street. And they were like, I'm sorry, we can't. I mean, we're just, we're booked till we're closed. I've got a secondary vet also very close. I call them and they were like, sorry, we're booked till we're closed. Um, and so because it was the second, I was like, well, you're my backup. So I say to the receptionist, okay, um, all right, well, uh, wh- where should I take him? And she was like, uh, somewhere that's like open longer than we are. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but can you give me like a couple of numbers? Mm-hmm. And she goes, 
And I'm not even kidding. She goes, um, okay, let me Google that for you. Oh, how snarky. And I lost my mind. That's actually really rude. Like, I'm like, okay, first of all, you don't feel like helping me. You are an animal hospital. Mm-hmm. There is no way. You're not a 24-hour one. I get it. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to come in kind of at the tail end of it, which I've actually done before. Fine. If you can't take me, you can't take me. But how do you not have like three numbers just like glued up on a wall? And how are you for, not for, helpful for a potential ongoing customer? Could be an emergency. Like you're probably not going to go back there. No. Not if I ha- exactly. not if I don't yeah. have to. It was just like... And again, one of the situations where like I, I was angry and I was like, yeah, whatever. And like hung up on her and didn't say goodbye <laughs> and was just like bitchy about it. But I kind of had to laugh like, are you kidding? Like maybe she was having a bad day. I don't know. I've And I've been to this particular establishment yeah. a couple places and no one was ever rude to me before. But I'm like, that is the worst customer service I've had in some time. Like you, know, you are seriously incompetent. Customer service. Give me is a fucking phone number. So I, I don't know how people do it because I think that it would be hard to be super nice all the time. Like I'm always impressed with like p- places and I, I praise places that have really good customer service because yeah. it really makes a difference. And uh, I've had that snark before though, and I just don't want to go back. It's like, just, I it's just, just like you it's lost like my business. If you can't take me. The one thing, the one question you must get all the time is, oh, okay, is there another place that's open later? Totally. You're like, yes, I can Google it. I just thought maybe being an expert in this because you work at an animal hospital, mm-hmm. you could save me the five seconds. I love it. And also, it's like when anyone ever says like, <laughs> you can just Google it. It's like, there. that's like a known sort of like, sort of passive aggressive thing to say to somebody. Right. You know, it's rude. And, yeah, anyway, it is. So that was that was my fun week. Yay. I will More say vet the, stories. Yes, the vet stories. They never end. The place I ended up going never had been there before. Uh, it's not in my neighborhood. So it was, you know, it wasn't like an hour drive or anything, but it wasn't right around the corner. They were very nice. Um, and we now have Otis on regular Benadryl because they think he has allergies. Mm-hmm. And good times. Oh, good times are had by all. He's still sneezing, but... Yeah. You know. Well, um, hopefully he doesn't have a fox out. You know, it's better than a tick. I, I've been reading a lot about yeah. ticks lately, and I'll, I'll get to that uh, oh, at good. some point today. <laughs> um, How was your times. week, though? <laughs> My week was good. Um, I'm actually, I've been, it's, it's, it's funny, there was a theme to this week, and it's total coincidence, but I ended up catching up with two of like my oldest bosses and probably the the bosses that I liked the most hmm. maybe mm-hmm. um the male bosses that I liked the most no, Let's just no say that. offense to all other bosses yeah no 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 yes. exactly I, I was with you for one of those you were. reunions you were and this, super fun this was an, an executive producer that hired me in my first production position back in like you know early 2000s and that's when I met Sarah I was at a company called Tech TV, a TV network that yep. turned into G4. Mm-hmm. The wonderful guy. He was uh, he was really always just like full of life. You know, he he worked. He started the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson and did lots of comedy stuff back in the day. Really interesting guy. Lots of anecdotes. He, you know, well, I I, th- I don't think Johnny Carson was the original host. Yeah, I don't he, know who he, it was. He, he was he, working on the Tonight Show. He was on the Tonight Show a, a long time ago. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know who was hosting at the time, um, but anyway. I think um, it was I think it was Johnny, but it was early eighties. Yeah, it was about early eighties. Was it in the seventies? 
don't think so. Okay. Well, anyway, we had dinner with him, um, and it was really fun. We we just went to this kind of random Italian restaurant and caught up on the good old days. We sure did. And then I uh, met with another one um, that uh, was just interesting to catch up with these guys. You know, you you reflect on on those production days and the things that they taught you. Um, and I, I'll be honest, I think those two taught me probably the most, like sort of the fundamentals of production. Yeah. You know, like I feel like I really got a foundation from both of them. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting. They both, the meetings fell on the same week. But it's funny. I went to Universal Studios on Friday to meet with the other one. You know, it's funny. I don't know if you've ever gone to those studios, like the actual like well, film I used to, studios. I, I used to do movie junkets. So mm. I've spent quite a bit of time on all the movie lots. I know. It's so funny. It's like you get you get a meeting and you get like information on how to get there, where to park. And it's always like three paragraphs long. It's just like. And it's still confusing. It's so confusing. It's like then they tell you how to walk They'll be like, the it's building. building CE. And you're like, where? building C. Yeah, and then they're like, by the traffic light that's on this yeah. street, but you're like, I can't see the street. When you like, see the ET mural, turn left. <laughs> and then I don't, I never have service on these lots either. <laughs> so I'm like trying to look at the map. And, and then there's craft services and you're like, can I have one yeah. of those? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I had a really nice, like, um, she was a, um, what do you call that? A, um, a ticket taker parking attendant and yes. she was super sweet and mm. she she guided me but anyway it's been a good week uh i have uh, signed a contract to do uh, a, a three-month gig which oh, is i'm on under nda but um once i am able to speak about it i will tell you guys about it but it's kind of cool it'll be it'll be a very wild and crazy th- few months though um and this is actually a, a bit of a commute for me um, of course, you know, you move to one side of the town and then you get a job on the other sure, side of the town. Yeah. It's the way the goddamn universe and works. When, when you talk about one side of L.A. to the other, it, it could be 15 miles in two hours. Yep. You just don't know. Well, sometimes you do know, um, but but it's not good. It's a crazy town we live in. You know, speaking of, and and like we mentioned, Heather and I both um, had dinner with our old boss, Paul Block who has been uh, recently become familiar with the show. Hi, Paul. And I will say that um, you're right, Heather. There, there, are, there are certain people who really stick with you as mm-hmm. just like good eggs. Paul is one of those people. Um, I remember specifically, you know, he was my boss at Tech TV and yours as well. Um, I was part of the... the some original of, crew. S- some of the crew that ended up moving to G4. Not everybody from Tech TV did, but Heather and I were, were in that camp. And Paul was too, and he remained our boss um, for some time mm-hmm. while there. And there were, I mean, there were a lot of shakeups that went on over the years with Tech TV and G4 and layoffs and blah, blah, blah. And it was, it was a whole wild ride for anybody who was there. They remember um, soon after we moved to LA, my dad had, had been ill mm-hmm. and he died. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, I was kind of like flying up to San Francisco every weekend, and it was, uh, it was just, it was, it was tumultuous. But to say the least, and you know, Paul was so good to me. Um, and I remember telling him, like, "Hey, I think I'm gonna have to take some time off." Mm-hmm. You know, like, wink, wink, like you know what I'm saying without me actually having to say it out loud, type sure. thing. And we both cried and hugged, and it was like, you know, you just don't have like he is a friend. Yeah, he is. Um, and I cherish those sorts of. Uh, relationships. Oh yeah, we've been really lucky. I feel like we've we've had. I feel like most of our crews have been and bosses have been friends and family members. Yeah, you know we've all been really yeah. tight, and not everybody has that. There's a lot of corporate environments that are so yeah. not warm. You know, and I've had bosses that I 
uh, respect. Mm -hmm. And I think that they are smart. And I wouldn't call them friends. And I don't mean that I don't like them. Sure. It's just, you know, you, you it's 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 very unique. It is very The unique. relationships that you have with people who are in a position of power over you mm-hmm. and how both of you can grow from that. And you're mutually And like, cultivate something. Yeah, that, that, that is beneficial to both parties. Yeah. Because it, you know, we, we hear so many, it's time and time again, especially with women, that it's not always the case. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, you know, kudos to good bosses. Yes, very much so. And they're, they're hard to come by. They are. They really are. You know what else is hard to come by? Good advice. Mm, I yeah. Want, I wanted to. Heather, I don't know how much you read The Wire Cutter. Uh, I do occasionally. Occasionally. So anybody who's not familiar with this, it was started by Brian Lamb, who used to be the editor of Gizmodo, so he's mm-hmm. been in the tech space. I knew, knew him way back in the day, but... Um, this is, and, and has been purchased by the New York Times probably about two years ago now. Mm-hmm. So it's a New York Times company, but it, it used to be independent. The Wirecutter is all about overly reviewing everything. Mm-hmm. Like, to, like if, you, if I say to you, Heather, what's the best beach umbrella? You might be like, well, here's one that I got on Amazon, but I don't know. I haven't tried like the like 90 other options that you could get on Amazon. Mm-hmm. The Wirecutter will do that. And they'll they'll break down like... Here's the like slight annoyance about the one bronze, it. you know, whatever, you know, and you know we're it's on a podcast now. So it's like, you know, my podcasting equipment, another great example. Like these are I, I now lean on the wire cutter for all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. And electronics is kind of how it started, but it's expanded. Mm-hmm. In fact, it has a sister site called The Sweet Home, which is a little bit more about like, I don't know, the best couch. Mm-hmm. But on the wire cutter... Even even though I, I find it very well-traveled for myself, there are still categories that I'm exploring where I'm like, this is so cool. For example, the best credit card if you want travel points. Yeah. Like, I don't I would, know how to research that. that. Yeah. You know, like, like isn't, like, APR, I don't know, is that a good Maybe one or a bad one? Maybe talking to friends, but, but that's probably where I would start. But, but even but. then, the friend is probably like, oh, here's the one that you want, and you're like well, did you review 30 credit cards in yeah. order to arrive at that? Like, that's why the wire cutter is so great. Mm-hmm. So if you've never heard of these folks, I strongly urge you to just, you know, take a peruse because there's probably a category of stuff on the wire cutter that you have not heard of before. Here's another example. So I don't belong to a gym currently. You know, I run around a lot outside. I walk my dog all the time. I mean, I exercise a lot, but mm-hmm. I'm not lifting weights Mm -hmm. and that's not good Mm -hmm. like I need to be doing that like I'm you know gotta keep those bones strong absolutely right yeah muscle mass very important so the wire cutter of course is like here are the best adjustable barbells for your home that don't take a lot of space Mm -hmm. and I'm like this is exactly what I want I am considering buying them but I mean they it's a very long article about why they chose the ones that they chose what they're you know some drawbacks why the why it's worth your money and like four other options if uh if cost is a concern or weight mm-hmm. or or storage space i love it i'm in the market for it's funny i've been trying to buy a freaking cell phone mount for my car for mm. like six months i feel like i go <laughs> to amazon every other week and go i gotta get one of these things like this is i gotta do this and i keep looking and 
you know, they, they, most of them don't fit my circular vents. It's like this weird vent thing where it's like most of them fit like the, the rectangular ones. And I'm like, I don't have a rare car. Like, why isn't there anything for my vents? So it's driving me crazy because I'm going down these rabbit holes trying <laughs> right. to find the right one. And they're only like 15, 20 bucks. Yeah. But I'm going to search for that on here because um, that would, I mean, if, if, if the wire cutter... If anybody's going to be like, and here's what you need for the circular vent folk, <laughs> it's it'll be them. Well, you know, it's funny. The last time I did a really deep search was for my uh, air purifier. And I did that on Consumer Reports. Mm-hmm. So I would assume that this is competitive to that. It's a little different. But um, yeah, well, I think, yeah, that's, that's actually a good point. Similar idea, mm-hmm. right? A trusted place yeah. where there's a lot of testing being done to arrive at a, a, a good outcome. Exactly. Like, hey, we recommend this, and here are our plethora of reasons why. Yep. Um, I I think the wire cutter is probably reviewing things that Consumer Reports does not feel compelled to review. Mm-hmm. Um, You're right. Maybe Consumer Reports is a little more broad. Yeah. yeah. Like they're going to review a new Tesla model. Yeah. Right. Um, they might not review a bunch of barbells, mm-hmm. but now I know what I'm going to get. Yeah. Well, switching- and I'm going to be so jacked. You are going to be. So you got them. I didn't. You're going to get them. I will probably just think about this you know, for another four years. Let me know because I need to do that too. In fact, I had some barbells that I lost in, in my move. I actually been, things have been popping in my mind recently where I'm like, where is that dress? Mm-hmm. I had this really cute dress I wore once. Mm-hmm. Don't know where it is. Mm-hmm. Really, literally cannot figure out where it could have gone. And I actually bought it really close to when I moved. So I'm like, just disappeared. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Anyway, um, switching gears a little bit. I, you're going to like this story. Um, so I don't <laughs> know if you saw in the news this week, um, but there has been a interesting t- breed of cat feline found in Corsica it's an island off of France I've actually been there I have too oh cool yeah um yeah it's a wonderful little place they speak a dialect of French and Italian and it's a beautiful topography it's um you know beautiful beaches but it's such a small island but it has these very craggy peaked mountains Mm. it's it's kind of strange to have such high I think the elevation gets really extremely high for like such a small island anyway really beautiful like in a min- in few minutes you can get into these crazy mountains um from the beach it's a beautiful island um but anyway so it's it's essentially they're calling it a cat fox or a chat renard which is the french uh you know cat fox or a gatu i'm not how to, how to, I'm sure how to pronounce this but the gatu volpe is the scientific name so okay. basically rangers Loca- have located 16 in remote areas of Corsica. Um, but, uh, and, and the, the reason why they see this as being a, tip, a different type of domestic cat is they have lo- like ringed tails. Um, mm-hmm. They have very developed canine teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you look at the pictures of them, Are they, they look different. Well, they're, they're or domestic. They, they call it, well, no, they're wild. And oh. I don't think anybody has one as a pet. They've found them out in the wild. And well, so, okay. So, if I understand, <laughs> if I understand how, I don't know, the world works, cat, uh, a feline and a canine, which I think a fox would be, is is a fox in the canine family, isn't it? Yeah, I would think so. 
you can't crossbreed no. them. No, I think that they're just referring to the foxing because they kind of like have they a resemble look. a fox. Yeah, in their but they're cats. Exactly. Oh. Um, they're actually larger too, and it's funny because it, it it made me think of my cat. I've got a Norwegian forest cat, and they're actually calling this an African forest cat. They think it originated huh. in Africa, or Middle East, you know, thousands of years ago. And, yeah, because because the tail kind of doing the little piggly wiggly yeah. thing that's very unusual. Very, and a I, cat might have a docked tail, but they mm-hmm. don't have a, a, a I don't know an onion ring type tail. no and it's not it's not really you look at it I mean it looks like a cat it's just that there is something about it that looks slightly different than any other domestic cat you've come across but I guess apparently there were stories that where people found these cats attacking their sheep and goats oh. udders and that's kind of oh. how they sort of like go well wait these they're but, acting abnormally yeah they're acting abnormally and then they they it took a while for them to scientifically identify it which it kind of happened this week huh. um but uh you know still uh still kind of doing research and stuff and there's only been a few that have been found and specifically on corsica which it makes sense because it's like not far from africa really i mean it's in the vicinity um no. but but, but like why just corsica the northern end of the mediterranean yeah. sea well, I I would you'd think that I mean that w- would be it would be easier to breed, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like okay, well if there's a bunch of cats that have some mutation, yeah. whatever it is, mm-hmm. then that'll just be like the Corsican cats. I love it. I mean, I, I I'm gonna follow this story because um, I just think it's fascinating that we're still finding these like sub you know genre animals, you know, that we're after all this time. It's it's interesting to me. Uh, yeah. And uh, I want one. I do too. A I cat mean, fox. I don't, I don't want my cat fox to attack a sheep udder. <laughs> but you know, I don't know. It's I don't think you have to worry about happened. that. You don't have a sheep. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Although you could get one in your backyard that you don't use and just like have it tied up and just like hang out with it um, on the weekends. You know, I mentioned the trail that Otis, the dog, and I run on. Um, and which you do as well, Heather. And we've talked about like the horses, like you never really see them, but you smell them, you smell them. (laughs) And sometimes you see a little horse poop. I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious when it is. We saw one today. Oh yeah. Cool. I've seen one too. And I've, I've always wondered what my dog would do. Like, Mm. would he, would he have a meltdown? Mm -hmm. Because I mean, maybe he knew horses before I adopted him, but it's doubtful, you know? And he was super like, Oh, hello. So he wasn't threatened by him. No, he was like excited, but like kind of scared and like wasn't aggressive or anything. It was was really cute. Bigger than him too. Much bigger. And the horse was just sort of like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Probably has seen a lot of dogs, but it all worked out nicely. Good. Good stuff. You know what else is nice? Our patrons. You know who you are, but if you are not a patron, please consider becoming one and help our show grow. Patreon.com slash have such a good day is where to find out a lot more about what we are going for on the show. Heather and I, we have lots of lofty goals. Um, the, the easiest one is we want to do more shows. We do. We'd love to do two shows a week. Well, we need a certain we need a certain monetary goal in order to get there. But instead of focusing on money, we focus on patrons because the more of you we have for just $1 a month, yep. you, you could you could pledge more and that's fine too. But for just $1 a month, you are part of our community and you get all sorts of extra perks. Lots and of stuff for a dollar a month. I mean, a dollar is not much um, and you know, you do get quite a quite a bit of content. Yeah. And we're in the process of kind of overhauling our Patreon. It's 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 
it's a proud Patreon. Uh, we're we're <laughs> we're happy to have it, but you know, we, everything needs a little facelift every little once update. in a while. So yeah, lots of cool things to come on that front. We're we're coming up on our fiftieth episode, and we're gonna probably do a little bit of a re relaunch redo around that time. Yeah, we're gonna uh, we've got a bunch of cool scripts that we're working on um, to shoot. Hopefully next weekend. Uh, and yeah, so stay tuned. Um, you know, you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of new stuff real real soon here. Speaking of speaking of new stuff, uh, we 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 put all of our shows up for free mm-hmm. on YouTube. Our patrons get all of our shows immediately. Only so, the regular videos, not bonus content. Yeah, bonus content is patron only. Um, we do offer our regular show video. This would be part of that um, on YouTube. About a week after, uh, the cool people get it first. <laughs> but we do want to shout out some folks that that do follow us there. We do. Um, this is this name is is super cool. Jupe Brug Brugink, Jupe Brugink, Joe Huber, Joe Huber, and Buchanan Moncure. <laughs> That's is, my favorite one. I know, it's Buchanan so Moncure. You know, in fact, I think like the, how are you not a I don't know a. I'm not clear if it's a male or female, but I think that they may have been a patron at some point because I remember, I think we've we've said this name before in the past. But anyway, welcome you guys. Buchanan Moncure and I've forgotten it. Yeah, I think you did. It was a long time ago, but... Oh, uh, well, you know, it's delightful. We have like a little, you know, we got a little community going on YouTube and I what think What do you go by? Buke? <laughs> Bukey? Monty? <laughs> BM? Nah, that, that wouldn't be good. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're happy to have you guys we and are. again we we uh you know we we try to put a little bit of attention to our youtube if there's anything that you guys want to see just let us know hi at have such a good day.com absolutely all right so heather it's funny that you mentioned the dress that went missing <laughs> right around the time you moved i have the same predicament and i know other people do too because i've actually i have a i'm on a group text with a couple of friends and they uh, you know, some time ago, we all complained about the same thing, and that's like, why do my socks go missing? Oh my god! And they were like, oh, you have to declare sock bankruptcy. That's just like what you have to do once a year because socks just walk away. What does that mean? You just have to like buy new socks. Yeah, you yeah. just you just say like every one sock that I have where I can't find the mate anymore. If it's been more than a couple mm-hmm. months, you throw the sock away. You get more socks. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't like to do that because I'm like, how? I, no. My, I'm lucky enough to have a washer and dryer in my current apartment that's right outside my bedroom. Mm-hmm. You know, it's right around the corner. So, you know, st- something comes out of the, something c- goes from the washer to the dryer, out of the dryer, into my bedroom. Like, there's no black hole <laughs> that it falls into. And I think, oh, well, maybe, you know, static cling. Like, I'll look through my sheets, you know, or other stuff that I mm-hmm. dried at the same time. No, the socks simply disappear. And this is... I, like, I want to know why. I 100%. It's really funny you bring this up because um, this has been happening to me lately, too. Well, just in general, it always it always happens. And I it, it befuddles me because I'm like, I I actually have to walk up the hill from like I've got a little uh, underground sort of like basement thing where my laundry is. But I mean, I always look behind me. I never drop anything. I know because I, I'm very yeah. diligent about looking behind me. Um, but I, I have the same problem. I, once I get back in my room, I'm putting everything together and I'm rolling my sock, you yeah. know, pairs. Mm-hmm. Always some one of my favorite socks, too. I feel like I always lose my favorite, one of my favorite socks of the entire, <laughs> my, my entire collection. <laughs> and I'm always like, why my favorite sock? Like, why not the one that has the holes in it? 
I don't know, Sarah. It's a huge mystery. I I, I agree. It's um, it's it just it, Bermuda Triangle. And I I, I know that there. Uh, th- some of you have to be listening or watching and being nodding your heads like, yeah, what's happening to the socks? Because I don't think my animals are eating the socks. No. The socks aren't being like disintegrated in my washer or dryer. They simply just disappear. There is a real... Sock bankruptcy. It, like, thank goodness socks aren't really expensive unless you get like fancy true. socks. And it doesn't happen as much with underwear. Maybe you just don't notice it because there's only one. Yeah. But the fact that the, this, these are pairs... And I also... In the past, I've been desperate enough to wear two socks that I know are not a pair, Mm -hmm. but they're similar enough to get away with it. Mm -hmm. And it bothers me the entire day. Mm -hmm. I I want them off of my body. (laughs) If the socks don't match, you must have quit. I have a general rule, too, about socks. Like, if they they get holes in them, throw them away. Get some new socks. Who's going to argue with you about that? Are you going to darn your sock holes? I don't think so. What is that? Is that a sewing thing? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. Am I going to darn them? Damn you to hell, you socks. <laughs> no, really. If you guys have any like uh, insight into this household mystery, please email us at haveswitchagoodday.com. Yeah. I mean, if, if you can find my socks, I salute you, but I doubt you can. I really looked. I really looked. All right. Well, anyway, um, it's funny. So you and I talk about this quite a bit because um, we talk about pretty much everything under the sun. Yes. So it's not like special or anything. But I've always been told over the years. <laughs> Way to sell it. <laughs> I've been told. Next story, not special. <laughs> <laughs> no, it actually is. It is quite special. Um, I've been told over the years by people like, oh, don't wait. Just wait till you turn, you get into your 40s. You know, everything's better. You know, things get better in your 40s. and. Mm even your 50s and and I feel like I've I have been encouraged that like the 40s are a really good decade um I feel like it's been it's been a bit of a tumultuous decade for me mm-hmm. um it's been great too on a, in a, on a lot of levels but it's been t- more tumultuous than any of my other decades although um, you're less than halfway through this is true so things things could, could look up yeah I agree yeah and so uh I actually heard a, an interview with this really interesting uh guy he's um he's a Brookings Institution scholar and he's an Atlantic contributing editor um, and he, his name is Jonathan Rauch. He just wrote a book called The Happiness Curve and Why Life Gets Better After 50. That's the title. Hmm. And um, anyway, interview was super interesting. So I ended up looking him up. I looked up his book. I actually got a little sample for my Kindle because this is the kind of thing I'm really interested in. But he did this study. He says that the midlife malaise or the midlife crisis is very normal. Um, he, he says he thinks that there's a happiness curve to life that like in your 20s, you're like footloose and fancy free, you know, because you're you have a certain level of consciousness and, and, and responsibility mm-hmm. with life. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you get more responsibility in your 20s. Things are their stakes are higher um, in your 30s. You, you're busy and successful because hopefully you've you have a career and you're working. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then you get kind of disappointed in your 40s because you that's th- that's a decade you start looking back right. and you might have uh, gaps in your knowledge or. Um, you know, s- stuff that you wish that you, you thought that you would do, but you didn't end up doing. Mm. Um, and he's convinced that you're increasingly more content when you turn 50 and after. Um, and I, I've had some time cool. to just be like, this is me. Yeah, you know? exactly. The choices I made are just, this is just how it is. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, and it's sort of, yeah, you sort of settle into who you are and you have wisdom beyond, you know, I think the forties, you're still kind of trying to piece together some of the mistakes that you've made and like why you made them there's a lot more to it 
I don't want to get into like the, the, I don't want to go down a crazy rabbit hole with this stuff. Cause obviously there's a whole book on it, yeah. but I want to read the book. Uh, I want to, I'll get back to you guys on it, but I'm curious about what you guys think. Are you guys enjoying, are you happy in your forties? Have, were you, I know we have a lot of people who are in their forties and fifties who listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, are you happier in your fifties or is it vice versa? Yeah. Are you not as happy in your fifties as you were in your forties? I'm super curious. Um, you know, and I, and I, uh, there's a constant theme for me where I'm always like when I'm hanging out with older people, you know, like my parents or whatever. And it's like, you know, they'll kind of grouse about being older. And I'm always like, what is, what do I have to look forward to? Sometimes I, I want to know because Hmm. you hear all the Right. Being old sounds pretty yeah. awful. You're There's hearing health loss problems and eyes and, and you get slower and your joints yeah. hurt and, and yeah. I, and I you're sometimes confused. you're, yeah, you're confused. You're, you're driving. <laughs> not you mom. Not well anymore. You can't really see at night, you know, stuff like that. But <laughs> well, I'm old then. But I, but I think that, you know, I would like to know, I mean, I, there's gotta be some, some incredible joys being older and, um, you know, seeing the world change on such a grand scale Mm. you know like our parents who were you know born in the 40s raised in the 50s and 60s it's like god i mean wonder what the world looks like to them now with robotics and i mean it's fascinating so for us what is it didn't even have televisions i know like they remember not there was no television i know it's crazy you know and we're the people who are like we remember when there was no internet which is also like that's another generational thing that like kids are just like so what'd you do? You just sat around, Tape looked at cassettes, the sky? Walkmans, like stuff like that. Yeah, where it's like, those things are like, you know, artifacts. Anyway, I'm going to read the book totally up my alley. I will report back. Please do. Yeah, I, I think um, I, it's funny because, and I was talking to a friend who's quite a bit younger than me. He's probably about 10 years younger than me. So he's in his early 30s now mm-hmm. um, about this the other day where um, somebody, some, a, a mutual friend of ours had had mentioned somebody looked real good, and it was like she's fifty. She looks great, and mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, that's is that supposed to be old? It's like right around if the corner. If she was a hundred and she looked great, I'd be impressed. And they yeah. were sort of like Sarah, and I, I was like, I, I'm sorry, I just don't think fifty sounds old. No, and he not was anymore. like, if you were twenty five, would you think it sounded old? And I'm like, yeah, it would, because you know when you were in high school, it was like. Oh, you know, if somebody had a boyfriend who was 30, that's insanity, <laughs> right? Like 30? Oh my gosh. It's so true. And then when you turn 30, you think like 40. Well, that's over the hill. Like that's when you start getting old. And then when you turn 40, you realize, I don't even really feel any different than I did when I was 30 for the most part. You know, some, you get some oh, wisdom. Yeah. But that, yeah, it's sort of like, what is that next milestone? And I will, you know, uh, before we move on, I, my 40s, I mean, I'm 42, so mm-hmm. <laughs> only had a couple years now, but they haven't been very easy. No. I've had kind of a rough start to this decade. Yeah, I agree. Even though lots of things have been great. Sure. But just kind of, you know, just kind of the stuff that you think about when Unsettled. you're by yourself and you're really kind of contemplating the universe yep. and what it all means. And yes, what you may have wished you did in the past mm-hmm. and, and, and what you'd like to do in the future and, and, and. Mood swings and yeah. the, you know all of that stuff. It's like I don't think the forties are Mm-mm. some like cool. I've made it. No one really prepared thing. me for it. I, although you do hear people say like when your fortieth birthday is approaching, they go, "Ooh, yeah, that's a big one. You should have a big celebration." You know, you always hear that like, "Oh, big four zero, like you're over the hill." I mean, maybe that's yeah. just you're starting to go over the hill, and so maybe that's the <laughs> but growing. That, but that of also that. implies that you're going to die at eighty. And that always kind of bothered I know, me, right? Me too. And I think that that was a that was more true 
several decades ago mm-hmm. when people weren't necessarily living as long. I don't know if I like Diana 80 does happen, but a lot of people are are making it past that. now. That's true. I don't even know if I want to. I'm like, if I'm like in my 80s and I'm like really struggling, I could rather like Thelma and Louise it off the cliff or something. I don't know. That's very, uh, very dramatic. It's very dramatic. Yeah. Well, I wanted to uh, I'm going to shout out a a quick email here. Um, Ed Carnes and Leah Hunt. Actually, these are comments on our Patreon. Um, Hi, Ed and Leah. They both wanted to know. Um, they just watched our great podcast is, is what Ed said, but he, they're both curious about the t-shirt you wore last week. <laughs> what is the meaning of bur- burger noodle five, if anything? <laughs> and he also continues to say, you guys have interesting topics. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, Ed. <laughs> um, and Leah, um, that's funny. Yeah. So if you only listen to the audio version of the show, I was wearing a t-shirt that said burger, burger noodle five, um, that had like a, they were sort of emoji like burgers, noodles, and then, you know, um, a, a palm. And that was a joke that we made on Daily Tech News Show, which is one of my other podcasts that I co-host and produce. And uh, we had a, 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 a fan of the show who has access to T-shirt printing send us the T-shirts. That's awesome. Yeah, like we, it was some sort of joke where we were like... Because we talk about food a lot, kind of before and after the show. It's this sort of running joke that we have. And it kind of became like something about like, what's better, burgers or noodles? And then we're like, we could be like a band called Burger Noodle Five. That's funny. And so that's what that I is. I love those little inside things. Yeah. I actually yeah, thought... Yeah, it's, it's meaning. Like, it doesn't mean anything. There is no band called that, to my knowledge. I was going to ask you about that t-shirt. I th- assumed it was some restaurant that made, you know, those ramen burgers that's a thing like Mm. it's like noodle burgers that's what i thought it was i thought it was some like cool la restaurant that served that maybe it is (laughs) i don't know it's it is a good uh band name burger noodle five yeah 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 Yeah. well there you go mystery solved yeah it's a great little t-shirt and uh kudos to um the folks who made it for us. You know, speaking of uh, bands, it's funny. I watched this movie that's been it's been out for a while. This weekend, it's called Green Room. Have you ever seen that? Uh, it really not to be confused with Green Book. No, it's Green Room. Green I don't think room. you've seen it because I it's, don't think it's so. a little horrifying. It's a uh, but it's it's yeah, actually quite a good it. movie. Um, it's uh, it's about the this punk rock band that goes in to do a, a, a gig at this venue uh, with like. Uh, and this is not a every, documentary. No, this is a real okay. movie and everything goes very south. Uh-huh. And it's it's really harrowing but like really good and it's kind of like stuck to my ribs. I just wanted to 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 mention that. I keep thinking about it. Yeah. Um it's a it's it's a really really good movie but it's like it's pretty pretty scary. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pass, but <laughs> it sounds up your alley. It Heather. very much is. <laughs> it sounds up this your is alley. why I have nightmares all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's it's I have nightmares already <laughs> just about being in my 40s. So, go ahead and pass on green room but if anybody has seen the movie and likes it let us know hi at have such a good day.com cool all right everybody i think we're gonna wrap up this show we have a bonus topic coming up for all of you five dollar and up patrons we're gonna play will you press the button and it's heather in the hot seat so good so if there was ever a reason to become a patron today is the day uh because it's gonna be good i have i have I've put together some questions I'm very proud of. I can't wait. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, we had so much fun last week. I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. I'm, now I'm into it. Um, for everybody else, thank you so much for watching and listening. Episode 47 of Have Such a Good Day in Unbelievable. the Unbelievable. And uh, until next week, I will remain Sarah. And I will remain Heather. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.